0: Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Ball. This segment is brought to you by arborcrowd.com. Check them out for commercial real estate crowdfunding, whether you're uh, if you're an investor or a sponsor. Well, today we're talking about technology. We're calling the show what technology can do for your business and i think there's a lot of questions around technology today which ones are are right for us there seems to be a lot of players in the marketplace you know which ones are going to make it which ones are not going to make it we certainly don't adopt some technology that potentially won't be there down the road especially seems like all the technology today is subscription-based, and you're not actually getting the software. So we'll answer a lot of those questions today. Please welcome my first guest. My guest is Michael Beckerman. He is CEO of CRE Tech, and he's joining us on Skype, and he's on vacation. Where are you today, Michael?
1: <laughs> well, first of all, it's great to be with you, Michael. I don't, I'm don't. i in a uh, far-off location, hidden destination, so people can't find me, <laughs> hanging out with my family. Mountains of of Northeast Pennsylvania on the New York border.
0: So, uh, but it's great to
1: be
0: Excellent, very good. Well, Michael, you, you do these uh, events around the country for CRE Tech. Um, and they, so you've got a lot of insight from, from being around, uh, from from being CEO of CRE Tech and doing these events. Uh, what, what are you getting out of this? You're very much immersed in it, you're part of it. Where are we headed? What's going on with CRE Tech?
1: Thanks, Michael. Well, that's a great question. So I've got into the space around 2011-12 after a long career in public relations side of the commercial real estate industry. And, um, you know, for me, it was about, you know, getting involved in something that was brand new, that was an entirely new sector that I could essentially restart my career. And I felt like technology was going to be eventually a big part of the commercial real estate industry. Um, You know, recognize, obviously you know this as well as anybody, technology was never really a, a big focus of the commercial real estate industry, not because, you know, they were archaic or anything like that, it's just because the industry essentially worked for decades as it always has. People made tons of money, buildings and cities and communities were built throughout the country successfully, so they never really had to, but things have been changing so rapidly. And this is one of the few industries that really hasn't embraced technology. So when I got in in 2011, I think there was about $30 million total invested in the space. Um, There was probably a dozen startups in the space. Fast forward today, 2018, um, there's over 3,000 startups in the sector. And last year, it was about $12.5 billion invested. So it's permeating every single aspect of the industry, from office, industrial, multifamily, retail, and hotel hospitality. So it's touching brokers, it's touching developers, it's touching um, the architects, the appraisers, uh, the marketing people. There's not a part of the industry that's not being impacted in some way by commercial real estate technology. So our goal at CRE Tech is to bring technology to the industry. We do it mostly through our events across the country, but we also do it on our website, which is a wonderful place to discover uh, the startups. We have a great directory, as well as we publish news on a daily basis.
0: Yeah. So that that website is CREtech.com, you know, and, and you think about how technology has come to commercial real estate little later than a lot of in- industries. And for example, residential real estate had a lot of technology prior to commercial. And I think one of the reasons is commercial real estate might be considered kind of a smaller space uh, than residential. Everyone has a home, right? So is there room? How much room is there? Are, are some of these startups that you've seen over the years, have they failed? And you know w- what's gonna be in the future for some of these uh, tech companies? Is there well, enough that's room great. for them?
1: Right, right, right. It's a great question. So the reason why residential went first is really because it's a consumer uh, dominated industry where and consumers were embracing social media, were embracing mobile uh, first. So the, the realtors and uh, the developers had to adapt quick or they were going to get uh, severely impacted as say, you know, uh, e-commerce came along and impacted retail uh, and eventually really kind of decimated a lot of the retail sector. Um, the com- so on the commercial side, it's, I think, the, the largest industry in the world um, and their startups are impacting virtually every part of it. We're in this period right now, and I just wrote about it on my blog, where I think there's a cycle right now that's about to come to an end in about 24 months um, and when I talk about that cycle coming to an end it doesn't mean that there's any great like correction uh, it's not like the stock market where there's crashing and uh, companies start to fold in great numbers it's more just an evolution so we're we're going from 3,000 startups my friend Steve Weichel of the MIT Center for Real Estate calls it the fracking of commercial real estate technology there's a lot of categories there's a lot of startups attacking different parts and pieces of the ecosystem i think what we're going to start to see is a couple things one startups are going to start to uh merge uh start to form joint ventures and, and work together we're starting to see that because the 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 brokers and the developers if there's too many single point of solutions in the industry they need to come into one portal and find multiple solutions. So that's definitely happening. The other thing that's happening is developers like a Prologis or a Hines, uh, Brookfield, they're investing pretty significantly on their own in terms in technology. So they either are starting their own funds or they're investing in funds like a Fifth Wall or a Camber Creek uh, and others. So they're... Um, Incubating their own technology solutions within their portfolio and the same thing on the brokerage side. I mean JLL just you know, they announced a hundred million dollar fund CB's investing through fifth wall Cushman through a couple different other Ventures and a lot of them are doing it themselves. So I think Once the developers and the brokers start to pick solutions tech solutions, it'll be very hard for others to get in that have a competing product. So I think that's the cycle that we're in. We're certainly going to see fewer startups, but I don't know that it's this like sort of mass failure. I just think we're in this evolution over the next 24 months in the cycle. Um, But I don't think by any nature it's doom and gloom. I think it's it's a positive thing. Money's coming in at record clips, and I think we're still in only the second or third inning in terms of CRE tech.
0: Is there a space, Michael, where there's still some opportunities for tech companies? Are there service areas or technology that users like, like me and, and, and people like me that we still really need?
1: I think there's a lot, Michael. I think one of the things that, uh, one of the most exciting trends is the emergence of data becoming uh, really ubiquitous in, in the sector so that, you know, It used to be that data was behind certain paywalls and I think now it's becoming uh, much more uh, accessible to many parts of the industry and I think it's in real time so I think for professionals like yourself that you know are dominant in, in certain areas of the business in certain areas of the country like you are I think you know you're able to access data and information as never before so I think Data is one of the the largest categories uh, that's growing right now. I think also, obviously, co-working is is growing, but I think that is only going to increase. In other parts of the world, co-working is 25% of the office market. I think you're going to start to see that trend accelerate throughout the country as well. I think you're going to also start to see space as a service. So landlords looking at their space and understanding that they have to uh, reorient it to Resemble more of a hotel experience for tenants than just, you know, sign a lease and we'll see in seven ten years. So I think I think data, I think co-working uh, and I think space as a service are some of the more uh, exciting uh, trends in the sector.
0: Yeah, I saw a report the other day that uh, uh, millennials would rather have the uh, bathrooms out of order than the Wi-Fi
1: i'm old i still need the bathroom
0: I, uh, yeah so what would you leave our audience with michael uh, that we're, we're users of technology we're buying it we're using it we're trying to select what we what we use or don't use we're also trying to like you mentioned decide well do we use it from a vendor or do we try to create it ourselves what's a tip you would give us that you're the master of the space of technology i don't know for about it. thank you my friend i
1: don't know about that so what I've been on this sort of mission uh, throughout the country is I, I go around and I speak uh, to anybody that'll listen, and I write about it, you know, uh, clearly at nauseum. Which is that if you're of a certain age, mature like myself, if you're in, if you've been in the industry for a while, the time to start paying attention to technology is right now. Right now, uh, you will be left behind if you're not paying attention. So come to an event mine or uh, there's several other good ones out there. Although I think mine's the best, um, (laughs) read, read some blogs, pay attention to the commercial real estate show. Um, pay attention to the news, start uh, listening to what your customers are, are doing, whether it's on the tenant side or on the landlord side, pay attention, educate yourself because sooner or later, Somebody's going to come along with this sort of technology that in our industry, and they're going to replace you, and you're going to get left behind. So there's there's really no better time to start paying attention than right now. Pick a few topics that you find of interest, whether it's marketing, whether it's, uh, let's say, on the industrial front. Pay attention to what's happening to, say, some drone imagery, uh, to what's happening on robotics, and start to get informed. I mean, it's not like they're coming for your job today, but eventually… The world's going to be separated. Commercial real estate landscape is going to be separated between those that have a basic, good, healthy understanding of technology and those that don't. And those that don't will get left behind. So my message is pay attention. If you look at what Airbnb did to the hotel sector, they have a higher valuation than most of the hotel companies. They own nothing. If you look at what WeWork has done to the office sector, same thing. 40 billion dollar valuation they don't own any commercial real estate not much (laughs) yet Um, if you look at Amazon on the retail side it's coming for every aspect of our industry there will be one of those for industrial there will be another one for office so pay attention get involved and I think also there's just tremendous opportunities as I said a couple weeks ago one of the presentations I was making I said listen if if you're looking for a great job Uh, in commercial real estate in the future, start to understand what a data scientist looks like, start to understand what some of the tools are for marketing in terms of technology. Um, There are wonderful opportunities ahead, you just have to get involved and there's no better time than today.
0: Well, Michael, great tip, Uh, I agree with you, you've got to be on top of technology, are you going to get left behind? Great information, Michael, thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you, Michael. Always a pleasure to see you. Appreciate uh, the opportunity and a big fan of the show.
0: Thank you. And uh, and look, if you haven't been to one of Michael's events, check him out Their Website is CRETech.com. I've, they have the events occasionally in Atlanta. I was involved in one of them and uh, the information was great. I do recommend it. And Michael's right. You really want to know what technology is, what's coming down the pike. How can you use it? How can you be more valuable to all the people that you serve? So stay with us. We're gonna have more on technology. We're gonna look at some of the technologies out there, what's new, what's different, and help you stay relevant. Stay with us, I'm Michael Bull. This is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Would you like access to invest in institutional quality commercial real estate with experienced sponsors with small amounts of money? Of course you would. Visit realcrowd.com. Choose between core, core plus, value add, or opportunistic. Visit realcrowd.com.
1: Would you like to be the top producing commercial broker in your office? Check out Michael Bull's video training. Since you're a show listener, you receive 10% off your first purchase. At checkout, use discount code CREshow. Visit commercialagentsuccess.com.
0: Are you looking for proven property management and facilities management education? Visit BOMI.org. That's B-O-M-I, Building Owners and Managers Institute International. They are the trusted source for education in the property and facilities industry. Visit BOMI.org. Welcome back to America's Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Ball. This segment is brought to you by my company, Bull Realty Asset and Occupancy Solutions. Visit Bull Realty Today we're talking about technology for your space, for your building, for your company. Well, I have a treat for you. Please welcome my guest, Daniel Burris. He's a leading technology forecaster. He's the author of seven best best-selling books, including his most recent, The Participatory, and I think I'm saying that right, Organization. Daniel, thanks for being with us again.
2: Thank you, and actually it's The Anticipatory
0: Organization. (laughs) Okay, I was messing Uh it up.
2: Not a problem, not a problem. You know, really what I'm doing is getting people to learn how to anticipate disruptions before they disrupt and anticipate problems before they have them so they can pre-solve them. So that's what the anticipatory element is.
0: You know, and thank you for that. That's what, We all need to skate where the puck is going, right? And let's talk about the, the, the landlord, the property owner, or the business owner's view. You know, how should the developers, owners, and, and companies look at their space out, and what should they think about technology in the future or what's coming?
2: Well, you know, you've got uh, the Amazons and the others that are using the, the virtual world to Uh, attack retail in its physical form and other businesses as well. But, you know, that's a game that we can play in the physical building world as well. Uh, For example, you can take an older building and use uh, a new, very inexpensive sensors and and, uh, actually AI to be able to uh, make those buildings very smart, very intelligent, generate some of their own electricity, not all of it, but a good part of it, depending on where you are in the country, and lower costs dramatically. You can use uh, technology like uh, virtual reality, AR, depending on whether it's a retail or uh, or some other uh, element, uh, you know, some other type of tenant uh, to be able to redefine the customer experience. So, technology allows you to redefine and reinvent uh, the experience, regardless of whether it's part of a university that is a tenant, whether it's retail or anything else. Matter of fact, let me just mention retail for a minute. The good old days of brick-and-mortar retail are actually ahead of us. They're not behind us. Um, If you think those days are behind us, you might close 120-some-odd stores, as Sears is doing. But if you think the good old days of retail are ahead of us, you might uh, be like Waverly Parker or many of the other uh, e-commerce sites that have now gone to brick and mortar, not to mention Amazon doing that, and growing that presence. My point is, the good old days of retail looking forward don't look like the good old days of retail behind us. It still is physical, but it's also virtual. It is e-commerce and regular commerce. Uh, The key is using new tools to redefine and reinvent what's happening in those stores. And my worry is most of us are just busy protecting and defending what we do rather than looking at all of these new amazing tools and looking at how can we redefine and reinvent so that we stay relevant.
0: Yeah, well, Daniel, that's what a lot of you hear some people say. Well, that's the way we've always done it around here, right? <laughs> that's not yeah, the well, way Yeah, uh, well, let think. me
2: comment to that real yeah. quickly because that's uh, people say that. There's an old saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get... Uh, what you've always had. But actually, that saying is now obsolete. Given the rapid pace of technological change and the transformative nature of technology, the new phrase I'll give you is, if you do what you've always done, you'll get much less of what you've always had because the world is changing Are you? You know, a couple of questions for our listeners to ask themselves is, are you changing as fast as your customers are changing? Are you learning as fast as your customers are learning? Because they're having to change to increase their relevancy to whoever they're serving. Are you? And my worry is in commercial real estate, we're all moving too slow. We're mov- moving at the old pace of change, not at the new pace of change. That's the reason I wrote my latest book, and I think it's because it's, uh, it's a bestseller, is because the... I'm showing people how to actually do that.
0: Yeah, and that's very important, and uh, it's a great book, Daniel. And you know, if you're developing a retail, let's say an office building, for example, uh, or you're renovating an office building, you know, what might you want to think about as far as making that building relevant in the
2: future? Well, number one, I want to make sure that it's adaptable. The more adaptability I can build in it, the better, because. Technology and capabilities are changing so fast, I don't want to fix building that I can't change elements of it very quickly. For example, uh, the speed of the Internet connection. Uh, we've got 5G coming out, but, you know, I I have a new building in San Diego, and it's got fiber directly right to every tenant. Uh, and with blazing speeds, well, they can do things that were impossible uh, for the other buildings that they're competing with. And that capability is allowing them to reach around the world and do things that they couldn't do before. So uh, you might say, well, I'm not building a new building. I have an old building. Well, how easy is it for you to upgrade the wiring? And by the way, if you're building, you could put that in the floorboards and in other areas that go around the side so that you could take the old out and put the new in like a plug-and-play. You also have paint that absorbs light during the day and emits color at night. In other words, it's self-lighting walls that don't need electricity. It's uh, You know, there's all these new things. Are you aware of all of these new technologies that are out there? and uh, Or are you just living in the past and building a building that is already obsolete? So higher and higher speeds is the name of the game. Being adaptable, being intelligent, meaning uh, smart buildings and... Uh, and having that ability to change because your customers inside that building, regardless of who they are and what kind of business they have, they're going to be wanting to change much more often than in the past. And you want to have a change-ready building, Yeah, old good, or new.
0: Good point. And, and maybe I'm in the dark. I did not know about that paint, but that sounds amazing.
2: Yes, it absorbs uh, light during the day and emits the color of the paint at night, and it can be bright enough to actually give you light. And then there also are nano coatings that can be put on glass that actually absorb energy and give you another electricity source. There's all these amazing things, and do our builders, are they keeping up? Do they know? Are the designers, are the architects? And that gives me another point I want to make. We have been cooperating with each other. I'm talking about the different elements. There's the owners of the building, there are the builders of the building, there are the architects, the designers of the building, there are the people that are inside. Are we just cooperating with each other or are we truly collaborating to make sure that we will be future ready and future relevant? I believe that we are in the information age with each other. We need to be in the communication age because there's a big difference between informing and communicating. We need to be not just cooperating, which is about protecting and defending your piece of the pie. It's about really being collaborative, where you're working together to create a new pie for all. The tools are there to do it. Are we using them in the old ways? That's my worry.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And and if you're going to collaborate... And, and get all those people thinking the same and thinking of the future and doing what's right, you really have to start very early in the process, like now, right? no matter when you think you're making a change, right?
2: Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, the best time always to start is the word you use, now. now. Remember, you can't change the past. Uh, you can learn from it, but you can't change it. The important thing here is you can change your future based on the actions you take today. But if the actions you're taking today are the same old actions, your future won't be changed. And in this world, you're going to lose. Yeah.
0: Well, let's talk about retail for a moment, Daniel. I mean, when we walk into a open air center or what retail is going to look like maybe five years and you think 60 months, that's not that far out. You know, are we going to walk into places where they know who I am when I walk past a uh, and walk into a store and they know what I've bought in the future and their and their signs are talking to me and leading me into sales. Uh, it, it, what's the future look like in retail?
2: Well, I think that there's going to be continued uh, concerns by consumers about how much you know of me. And I think there's going to be a lot of permission marketing. Uh, and that means a lot of trust. So what I'm getting at is does the, in retail, does the shop owner have to know who you are, is that as important as knowing what you might be looking for and what you want, and how we can help you get it there faster and better. Uh, For example, if I am looking for, uh, and I'm going into a store, and I'm looking for certain items, I might, uh, my phone could let me know, my smartphone, could let me know if you even have those items. And if you don't, I might, instead of losing me to an Amazon type store, every single retail outlet can have infinite uh, inventory. All they need to do is have a nice 17 or larger monitor in there. And all of the inventory that I don't have is including things that, uh, that my customer may want that's not even in the zone of what my store offers, could be purchased right there on the spot with a comparable price to Amazon, and give you uh, one day or next day delivery. In other words, you can definitely compete in retail with the best of the best, meaning the Amazons or the others, uh, if you have yourself set up that way. So I prefer to have infinite inventory instead of finite inventory. And frankly, in the stores, uh, you know, if I don't have what you want, you know, I can have it to your house before the end of the day and I can get it for you right now and not have you have to bother with going online to buy it. Oh, I, love,
0: see, I love words, that. In other words,
2: we need to think different about it.
0: I love that. I mean, I think as I see what you just described, there's monitors, several monitors, not one in the store, uh, but there's several in, in different areas. So I can, if I don't see the color or the size or brand I want, it's right there on a the screen and kind of in front of me and I can order it right there, and there's no wait.
2: Well, yeah, and a little bit further than that, I can talk to that. I don't have to be programming and doing all of that. I can just tell it what I want, and it can instantly, because there's an AI engine, artificial intelligence engine there, helping it get to exactly what I want. Secondly, <clears throat> a lot of things that people want isn't really what they need. And <laughs> thanks to advanced AI, I heard you laugh, because you know that's true. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, thanks to advanced AI, they can help you really get down to what your real problem is. Because, you know, there's a problem in getting qualified salespeople. And the answer is we're going to be helping and augmenting those salespeople with the help of AI so that uh, we can help get to what the person really needs. And let's face it, people will still want to go and browse. I've gone into stores recently myself where i didn't know exactly what i wanted but uh there was a high probability i could find something useful just by walking through well you know we still need that that you can't do that online very well yeah. online you have to know what you're looking for to find it in a store you don't have to know what you're looking for to find it you get what i'm talking about
0: i do and that sounds scary uh daniel so i'll walk in to get a, a energy drink and the computer says no you need geritol old man
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly exactly
0: yeah well Um, well tell us daniel uh how can our audience uh get to your book what's the best direct route for them
2: uh, well i'm going to do something really amazing here i'm going to actually give every one of your audience members a free hardcover copy of my latest bestseller the anticipatory organization by the way, the subtitle is How to Turn Disruption and Change into Opportunity and Advantage. So I'm going to give it to them. I, all they got to do is pay a few dollars for shipping. And by the way, I'm not making money on that. And uh, it'll come right to their door in about four or five days. By the way, the reason I'm doing that is I believe they'll like it so much they'll recommend it to a friend, and I'll be doing great. So the way to get that, if you'd like to, is to go to, the book is called The Anticipatory Organization, A.O., So go to theaobook.com, T-H-E-A-O-B-O-O-K, theaobook.com, and I'll send it to you for free. Or you could go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble, they're all over the place, or a bookstore in the airport. And you can go buy it.
0: (laughs) All right, Daniels, thank you so much for joining us today. Great information.
2: It was a pleasure. Thank you.
0: And thank you for joining us around the country. Stay with us. We're going to have more on technology for your business, for your real estate, Stay with us. I'm Michael Bull. This is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Invest alongside real estate experts, sponsors who have a successful track record and skin in the game. It's as easy as one, two, three. Learn about the deals, make your investment, and grow your financial wealth. Visit ArborCrowd.com. Are you looking to buy, sell, or lease commercial real estate? You're invited to contact Bull Realty for customized asset and occupancy solutions. Call 404-876-1640 or visit bullrealty.com. Promote your business to the U.S. commercial real estate industry. Click advertise at the show website, creshow.com. welcome to america's commercial real estate show your source for market intel forecasts and success strategies hello i'm michael bull thank you for being with us well today our topic is called what technology can do for your business first let me tell you this segment is brought to you by commercialagentsuccess.com check it out if you're a commercial agent or a commercial broker looking to enhance Broker skills. Like I said, today is about technology. What can you do for your business? And I think a lot of us have questions. You know, I've been in the business thirty years. We use a lot of technology. We're very tax savvy in our office. But still, I have a lot of questions. How do these work together? Which technology is right for you? Which technology do we really need? And then, how do we get people to adopt the technology? Right? How do we power our business? And If there's multiple choices, which there are in most things, in most technology, which one is right for you? Well, we'll get to a lot of those answers today. Please welcome my first guest. It's Jeff Finn. And Jeff is CEO of Realnext, and he's joining us on Skype. Jeff, good to see you again.
3: Excellent. Thanks, Michael. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, pleased to be with you on this inaugural program.
0: Well, thank you. And I tell you, it's uh, interesting, uh, if you don't know Jeff, Uh, He's not just a technology guy. Uh, He used to run NAI Global. He has been around commercial real estate. So, if you're in the brokerage business, he has dealt firsthand with the challenges that we all deal with. How do we make all this work together? What's right for us? How do we get it cost effective? And I really like how where you came from as CEO, you're making sure that all your products and all your services are geared to us end users and, and how we're going to use it and and also how we how we'll adopt it so first of all jeff if you will i know you have five kind of basic products if you could tell us what each of those products are uh, for commercial real estate world
3: excellent thanks again mike i appreciate that and uh, the the R- next uh, was built to really solve that part of the problem that you talked about that there are so many different solutions that are needed to uh assist the broker through their their life cycle in the the world that they live in that it was difficult to consume and adopt and, and implement so what we put together is an offering suite that starts with crm we've got a, a market leading crm platform we've got a transaction management engine that handles uh, everything from your tour book and leasing tenant rep and uh, the investment sales side of the house to our, our market edge product which does all of the financial analytics whether it's an investment. Uh, discounted cash flow analysis or comparative lease analysis and assist in uh, streamlining the process to put together your, uh, your proposal offering memorandum and uh, hosting private and secure deal rooms. And then we've got our our marketplace, which takes all of that information and puts it out to the public and enables you to run uh, e-marketing campaigns, drive traffic into your uh, your listings either on our public portal or on a hosted site that you have on your own. Okay. environment
0: all right so those are your five basic products that the, the
3: one piece those are the four core products four and right we've got, as a service delivery uh, model we've got the real Next vr which uh, takes all of the the buildings and, and properties that, or spaces that you have and can help you virtualize them and put them into a 3d environment to help either in the marketing or from a test fit standpoint the uh, the actual uh, yeah move in and, and uh, decision making process so if you
0: will go into that a little bit so the real Next vr package really has has Three kind of basic parts of it they're not very basic but three areas (laughs) of service there right tell us about those three well
3: yeah there's a full-fledged vr which if you're working on a greenfield development a new project whether it's a condo project or a commercial property and you want to start to do pre-sales or pre-leasing you can't really uh, visualize it well with just renderings and uh, uh, flat uh, files of that that property we can take your your basic plan and and virtualize it so you can have a full walkthrough of a, of a new tower. Take somebody up to the penthouse, show the views from there. Walk around the space, look at what you might want to, to do in it, and uh, and uh, move in furniture, fixtures, colors, changes, you know, whatever you want to put in the space. And, and we could actually do that in a collaborative way, where you might have somebody in New York, someone in Hong Kong, or someone in Atlanta coming together into a space in in. Uh, in Miami and and walk around it together on a video chat with with a tour and 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 see it in a 3d way So that's one. That's That's awesome It's really incredible. The other is very simple. You might have a uh, a yeah, 5,000 square foot floor plate uh, being uh, Re reconfigured so you want to take down the walls you want to look at it and what envision what you can do whether it's an existing building or a new building and just lease that space and again someone could look at a floor plan and not really know where they're at. We can take that floor plan, put it into a 3D model very cost-effectively and, and put someone into a, uh, a, a different points of view in the space, walk around the space. and Other than a video, because you can't do a video of a space that doesn't exist. Uh, it, it, even if it did exist with a video, you can't really do anything with the, the space. You can just look at it. With the, what we have is a quick tour. You can take the tour and then we can move it into what we call real fit which is a, a test fit, so you can take that space and you know, again, it's like, this, it looks like it'll work for me, but let me drop in the walls, let me drop in my conference room, let me put in the all the workstations and make sure that it works. So in real time, you're able to accelerate the leasing process by engaging your, your tenant in both that first walkthrough and then in the actual build-out visualization of the space to make sure they can get all the, the people in and the workflow is, is proper and you can really streamline that to make it so you have one iteration with the architect brass rather than 20 going back and forth over weeks and and uh, months yeah so
0: it's a great presentation to kind of help a, a tenant get in but it also really speeds up the process that makes everything more efficient right
3: that's the idea so first to showcase it to put it out there and, and get a tenant in and then once so you don't have to run all over town with different tours you can basically show them different spaces uh, you know, virtually and then once they decide on the one sit down and start to lay it out and again it, It speeds up that decision-making process on the front end and then on the the actual uh, assurance that space works and you can design it properly on the on the back end
0: that's great i mean especially if you're a you're a landlord and you've got several buildings and uh or or one and you can use this product you know once you create it uh multiple times that's a great product for that situation and let's go back to your four core products i think one of the issues with technology is one is that you know we get this technology and this technology and they, and they don't work well together and then another challenge i think especially in the past has been price right it's just things have just not been cost effective but tell us about your four uh, core products do they work together and what have you done about cost and efficiency there uh yeah so we we
3: designed our platform to be a, a fully integrated holistic suite of tools that, that work from end to end so it starts with a, a crm where much more than you typically think about crm which is really prospect or customer relationship management as a, the acronym but it is a, a cre centric tool so it really more starts with buildings and deals and it's it's oriented around that with a fully relational database so you can. You can monitor and track every tenant in every building, so it sort of stacks the building, and then it has all the ownership and investor or uh, service providers around it. So you have your database of all the people you do business with, the companies, the buildings, as all of your comps, whether sales or leases, and transactional uh, activity. So every listing, every tenant wrap or other assignment, it manages all of that, that workflow. And from a business development standpoint, as you're, you're prospecting and you find a prospect that's interested in selling, you can easily take the data that you have in your CRM and then move it into your analytics tool to put a, uh, a a BOV together or put a proposal together. And once that proposal's completed, it immediately becomes your offering memorandum and you can go to market with the, uh, the, the transaction and then publish that straight into the, the marketplace, run an e-marketing campaign to drive traffic into your deal rooms, run a sales process or a leasing process, and all of that data is actually captured back in your crm so you can do your ownership uh, or landlord reporting or or client reporting and you have your history of all the activities so you're you're better equipped down the road to know what you did with with who when and it's by the way all integrated with outlook and gmail so you don't have all kinds of disparate pieces of information flying all over the place all of that's consolidated back into your your history file and your activity file so everything's consolidated nice and neat and uh, captured to make that very efficient and as you said, so not only did we do we, we, we save time by having data work across the platform and expand the breadth of the offering, but we've also brought the price down because we, we think that one of the, the you know, tremendous uh, uh, inhibit uh, uh, problems with adoption over time has been both the time that it takes to, to manage all of the, the technology, as well as the cost to, to implement it uh, from an actual, actual dollar standpoint. So we've made it really efficient from a workflow and also very efficient from, from a cost standpoint. So, so if you we wanted the so price some, to price yeah, down,
0: yeah. So if somebody wants all four of these these core products that you just described and and how they work together, how, what what is the cost? That sounds like it would be expensive.
3: Yeah, if you put all those pieces together in individual component pieces, we've analyzed in the market, it's mm-hmm. like a. $1,000 per user per month for, for all of those pieces with individual components that don't work together. Yeah. We brought it all together, it works together, and we, we delivered for $99 per user per month on an annual subscription, so it's a tremendous value.
0: That's awesome, so how, how do you do it? I mean, if, if tech people listening to this show or watching this show are probably saying, hey Jeff, how are you doing it that cheap? How, how are you doing all that product and all that service that cheap? How do you do
3: that? Well, we, we've done it. We do it at scale. So we, we've we uh, been able to put together a very large universe uh, of customers with a, a very efficient product base. We don't depend on third party products, which some of the, the other alternatives do where they have a, a layer of overhead before you even get started to to pay third parties for component pieces of of uh, of software. And uh, we don't that we have it all built from the ground up, fully customized for the commercial real estate industry, and it enables us to. Have the uh, the pricing advantage? Yeah, it was, a, you know, it was it was a vision of us from uh, from ours in the, the beginning to have this overwhelming cost value proposition. And when did you start this, Jeff? Just over four years ago. We started in May of uh, 2014.
0: So in the world of technologies, you've got a really old company. You've been around forever.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's been around forever. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. I was talking to a friend a while ago. Like, we talked about the NAI story, and that was a sort of a 30 year run. And we talked about sort of the three generations of growth there, and and we did the same story with um, with real next and it was a three-year story so it was sort of the three generations happened year after year rather than decade after decade
0: well I have to ask you this before we let you go when someone uh, adopts this technology let's say they get all four core products what surprises them once they start using it
3: the um, it's how much time they can save it, it's not only um, in their their personal use but it's uh, if you have a team base to be able to share information and collaborate, you know, we, we found that people are saving 50 to 75% of time that they were doing, putting together packages, putting together proposals, doing their financial underwriting and, and the, the efficiency that that provides for them operationally, uh, as well as the knowledge that they think they have in their head. They realize that, man, I, I forgot some things and it's <laughs> great to have it in a database. And as I build that database over time, it's incredibly valuable because there's so much information that we all consume and if we don't organize it well and and give ourselves easy access to it it's just it does not it's not an asset but if we do it's a tremendous asset And we found people that have built their databases and it's not something that happens overnight but they they built it over time they have a, an incredible advantage in the market
0: well very well said yeah. so what what's next from real next Jeff what should we expect in the future from you guys
3: so the uh, the next thing so we see the the market uh, as a global market. So we've had great success in the United States. We've actually just uh, put in our our first installation in uh, New Zealand. So we've got the largest brokerage firm in New Zealand implementing our program. So we've got partners in in Germany and the Asia Pacific region that want to take the real next platform global and not just implement it in their markets, but to help the US clients that have global deployments implement a a common platform around the world as well as to bring cross-border capital flow through the the marketplace and to to drive more transactional efficiency as as people look to buy, sell, and lease property around the world. And we actually have a multilingual, multi uh, uh, units of measure, multi currency conversion. So basically, on the fly, you're able to trans transfer data and, and make it work uh, around the world. So that's pretty exciting for us. And, yeah. and and bringing in this 3D technology more fully into the the platform, I think together will help us bring our, our marketplace to a much more efficient transaction engine, not just a showcase for properties, but really being able to uh, handle transactions on the platform.
0: Well, it sounds like if your business is running three levels, you're still at level one, right? You're still moving up.
3: Got, we, we we are pretty excited about where we're at today.
0: Well, Jeff, great information. Thank you for joining us. Uh, congratulations uh, on all your success.
3: Thanks, Michael.
0: And thank you for being with us around the world, around the U.S. We appreciate your thoughts and, hey, connect with us. We'd love for you to hear from you on, on Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook. You can find us under The Commercial Real Estate Show or Commercial Real Estate Show. We're also on Alexa and those type of devices. So uh, just tell Alexa, play podcast, The Commercial Real Estate Show. Thank you for being with us. Join us next week. And until then, be sure you always lead, learn, and laugh. And join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty, asset and occupancy solutions. Arbor Crowd, invest alongside experts. Bomi.org, property and facility management education. Real Crowd, crowdfunding with professionals. The News Funnel, real estate news personalized. CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Video training from Michael Ball. To access these great companies, but for more videos, podcasts, and articles, visit CREshow.com.